song play on and on and on. Did y'all listen to the words? I want y'all to go back and just listen to those words. I speak Jesus. I speak it over anxiety, over my family, when I speak Jesus. Not Patrice, not touched by mercy and living on grace, but when I speak Jesus. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. I thank y'all. God is good. He is He is so good. He is gracious every day. His mercy is truly good faithfulness every morning. Hey y'all. 
It's been a long month. I forgot October 1st came and went. I gave, I did the podcast yesterday. Um, Reverend Charles Mason, uh, who else was it? Minister Erica Ford and uh, my sweet sister Barbara. Uh, I got so many Barbaras in my head. Uh, I can't even think. Lord Jesus, help me, help me. One day it'll come back to me. But I just thank God for his peace over my life and in my heart and in my mind. But I want to welcome you. This is season six of Being Touched by Mercy and Living on Grace podcast. I am your host, Patrice Butts. Y'all continue to pray for Mr. Dwayne Butts. He um, had to have a cortisone shot today, but you know what? God going to restore all of that too. But, you know, before I start, I just have to, you know, get into that rhythm, that mindset that not everyone here knows Jesus. Not everyone here is listening, has a relationship or they need the relationship with Jesus to be restored. But one of the greatest gifts that Jesus left us was his peace. And when I tell you something that everyone wants, but so many people rarely find it. But today, it could be yours. It can be yours because we can't have peace without the Prince of Peace. So you need Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, to come into your life and to save you. And this peace, it cannot be borrowed. It has to be accepted. And he's our peace. And all you have to do is accept him as your Lord and Savior Believe that he died for your sins and mine and confess that you are a sinner in need of a savior. And I'm telling you, I know you felt peace because when he breathes on him, you know, when he gives you everlasting life, you just. And you wonder, God, why did I take so long? <laughs> Y'all, I, I, he, I gave my life to him a long time ago. And I can tell you, sweet peace is, is something I live for. You know, we talked about his peace and, you know, how he, he, he you know, it has to guard. We have to guard it in our mind, in our heart. We have to fight every day. We seek it. You know, we have to be so full of peace. That when trials and tribulations come along, it don't snatch our peace. It don't take us away. It don't take us so far down that we can't get up. You know, it's our bounce back when those things that hit us and knock our breath out. Like, God, no, you know, then that that peace that surpasses all understanding just, Patrice, I got you and I have the situation. So it is is something that I have learned to live in, that I've learned to walk in. It's something I practice every day because, you know, God has has reminded me, you know, in my season that I can live without a lot of things. I, you know, I used to remember growing up, you know, something happened to my grandmama or my mama or, you know, Lord, I just don't think I could make it. But I'm living proof. My grandma's been gone about 13 years. My mom, about six years. My sister and my daughter, a couple of years. And I'm still living. I'm still loving my life. Yes, I miss them dearly. 
I do. I, I miss him. I think about my daughter's pictures right here. I miss them dearly. But you know what? I've still got that joy and that peace. And because of the way they live their lives, it, it I can't help but to continue on because I know that's the way they would want me to be living my life. And when you have peace, you know that you're going to see them again. So that's the greatest peace. Lord, I get to see them again one day by and by. And, you know, I don't know why God pushed this so heavily on my heart a couple of months ago. Because, baby, when I tell you, I have been going through some things since I started preaching this last month. But uh, just know that, you know, Jesus loves you. He loves me. And he just wants us to 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 cover ourselves in this peace, this gift. And uh, we're just talking about him being our prince of peace. His peace is truly our peace. And so I just want to talk to you today about the gift of peace because it's a gift. John 14 and 27 says, I am leaving you with a gift a peace of mind and a peace of heart. In this peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Because you know what? That's where the trouble starts. Thoughts. That's why he said our mind and our heart. Because if we start getting those things that rob us of our peace in the head, it's going to transfer down to the heart. And and, and, and we know what the, the high blood pressure, whatever. We know what those things can do to us, not only spiritually, but physically when we have no peace. And, and, and I, I just get tickled because we are so churchy. You know, we come to church, you know, wearing everything but peace. Because we sitting there, we sitting there thinking about everything. If we work, we thinking about Monday. Uh, if Wednesday, today's Wednesday, we thinking about Thursday, what I got to do. And we never get to bask in the glory and the presence of God because our mind is robbing us of that. You know, and I know society, I see people rushing home. I got to watch my show. Yeah, you can record it. And, you know, all these things, because we're thinking about the next episode. But we it's really pulling at our peace or has taken our peace. You know, and, and the thing is, I think about Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, we'd be like, ooh, I love everybody. I got joy. Ooh, I'm gonna skip the other one. Patience. Ooh, Lord, you gave me the patience of Joe. Kindness. I just like helping everybody. Goodness. Ooh, I just try to be good to everybody. And faith. Boy, I go to church every Sunday. Gentleness. Oh, I just try to cradle them and, and just pat them on the back and say, child, it's going to self-control. I watch what I eat. I work out. I watch what I drink. You know, I don't speak. But did you hear me say peace? 
because it says fruit. So if you take out that peace, how can you experience or do all these other things when the one thing you lack makes all this come together? Because if you don't have peace, I, 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 you, you get mean. You get really, you know, when you don't have peace, it really, you snappy, you, you defensive, you, you know, impatient. <laughs> oh, you, you don't realize, and and we we think it's a lot of things, but do a self check, do a a, a tune up, as Pastor Jones did. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. And 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 the thing is, we should desire it. If it was given to us, why do we, it's like a robber, you know, you, you just hold your hand up and surrender. You just be like, here, here. And God said, they ain't gave it to you. So, but that's what we do. Every time we allow things to come in our life, no matter what it is, it ain't got to be deaf, anything. Soon as the phone rings, soon as you get a text, soon as you walk out of the house, fear, anxiety. But that song just told you. Speak the name of Jesus. If something is continuing to rob you of your peace, just call out Jesus. I speak Jesus over whatever is continuing to just keep me up at night. You know, at work worry, you know, coming home, upset stomach, all because we don't have peace. I I, I get on my husband and, and my oldest daughter all the time. They mind is constantly Run, I wake up in the night, my husband, if he get an idea of his head, like the other day we went, what were we, I can't remember where we went to. We we put a gazebo up and he wanted curtains. In the middle of the night, he up there trying to find some curtains. His mind, he ain't like me. As soon as I hit the bed, pillow, I'm asleep. I, I just, I've learned a long time ago, staying up all night just makes me just, tired. And when I'm tired, I'm mean when I wake up the next day. So I'm like, okay, God, thank you for them 24 hours. I'm going to sleep. And and the thing is, you have to learn some kind of mindfulness to shut your mind off. You know, if you constantly, your mind constantly running, I know there are some people I've heard, I just want to scream because it's just nonstop. You know, but you have to find a way to to seek peace with those things. You know, if if you you know, even when I'm praying, I have to catch myself. Even when I'm praying, I'm thinking about what I got to do. I'm in my intensive this week, and it is intense. We're doing group counseling, and it is. <laughs> I've been up late every night trying to do homework. You know, and I was like, oh God, I got the podcast I got to do. You know, plus I still got, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, God, I'm concentrating on the here and now. And that's really what it's about. What's here and now? I can't worry about tomorrow. I can't, you know, keep myself up. And there's that we have to plan. But when it gets to keep you up at night, keep you in a mindset that you're not enjoying the goodness of God, you can't even go out there and sit on your porch because you constantly thinking about the next thing. Put yourself in a place. I want to just deal with the here and now. And when you start to do that, things begin to shift. You know, my, oh, my mind is about to explode. You know, and, and the thing is, you get headaches. You know, I just, I, I've never been a war. I don't worry. 
Even when I mess up, the woman was like, you just don't worry about nothing. Even when I mess up, I'm like, oh God, I messed up. I got to suffer the consequences, but I'm not going to let it keep me up at night. And I done done some stuff that should have kept me up at night, but God said, cast all my cares on. And, and yes, he lets me deal with the consequences, but guess what? It ain't my worry no more. I give it back to him. So, hey, I thank God for that gift. Because if your mind is being occupied, you know, you can't even sit there and put your feet up and just close your eyes and rest and be at peace. You know, every day when I leave work, I would close that door and say, thank you, God. Because all I had was those five hours to do the work that I was required to do at work. I don't take work home with me. And I would close that door, which is a way of me saying, there's nothing I could do. I did the best I could with the time I had. And by the time I got out to my car, I don't forgot about anything to deal with work. I'm going home. I'm thinking about home. That we have to start practicing it. It ain't something that comes easy. But if you really want to get that peace of mind back, you want to close your eyes and just say, God, there's nothing running through my mind. And I thank you. Like my eyes are closed now, and I'm just, there's nothing. It doesn't, I got homework and all that stuff, but y'all ain't nothing in my head. It's just talking to y'all. <laughs> Do you hear me? There's nothing else in there. There's nothing. <laughs> I just, I mean, because we're right, you know, it, it takes away from us. People don't realize anxiety and, 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 and not having peace and constantly thinking your mind comes to the room. It actually makes you tired. So you'd be like, God, I got eight hours of sleep. But I'm exhausted. That's because you never got into that REM sleep where you just totally just your mind just got into that sleep that you, you, you're you as if you were dead. Your pulse done got so low. And it's actually a survival thing in our body. But if, if your body can never get into that, it's only hurting you physically and spiritually. You know, we, we don't think about this is why he told us you know, these words, because he's trying to keep us not only spiritually healthy, but physically and mentally healthy. And uh, and he said, we can't be troubled by it. And it says he is the one that's going to keep us in that peace if we try. So you got to talk to God and say, God, what I'm thinking about, is it that important that I, is, I can't give it to you? or I give it to you and I take it back or is it really that important? Is what you're worrying about and thinking about constantly, how is it helping you? What's the benefit of it? I, I'm just, I, I ask my husband all the time because his mind is constantly, and he's constantly thinking, you know, with something. And I'm like, honey, let's just go to bed. I don't want to talk about that. I'm, I'm going to sleep. And that's exactly what I do. It that That's a gift. That's the gift of peace. Well, I just don't want it. I refuse to hold on to it. And, you know, it, it, it that restlessness, it just, it, it, your mental mind, you know, your heart palpitations, 
your your upset stomach. Your, I mean, it causes ulcers. I'm thinking like, I, I got enough problem. I got enough fat around this stomach without having some on the inside messing up too. And, 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 and that lack of peace, you need, baby, you need mental silence. You need your mind not to be it's like a heartbeat, you know, in the, if you have one of those fast heartbeats all the time, after a while, it's going to quit. And I just think our minds, you know, why so many of, uh, of the people we know go into that, they just shut down. They was once this, this teacher, this lawyer, this doctor, and get, because of this constant running of the mind, the mind says, I can't take it anymore. And it shuts down. It stops. And then that person ends up like this zombie-like life. Like, and we're like, what happened? And it can happen, I promise you, to any of us. To any of us. And this is that's my concern. You know, and then we start taking all these sleep aids and we start, you know, using it, drugs and alcohol. I gotta have drugs to wake me up, drugs to lay me down. When we got the perfect peace, the prince of peace. And sometimes people have to take medication. I know that I am going to to trust God, to take the words of Isaiah, whose trust is in you. I, I love God. I thank him for the gift of, of, of peace in my mind and in my heart. You know, I do. I, I <laughs> Baby, I, I'm telling you, without it, I, I just, I just don't know what I would do. And, 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 and examples of, you know, even Jesus, and that's what I tell you, you know, there's always going to be a little anxiety or stressor that comes in our lives. But look at the example of Jesus first in, in, um, in, in you got to think about this. When we, sometimes when we're not in perfect peace, not um, in a mind of, I can cast all my cares on God, maybe it's a warning sign. You know, may, you know how it is when your child or you going somewhere. I, my daughter's all, Tara Leisha reminded me this the other day. We were supposed to go to Mississippi. I, we had packed the car. I'm talking about, I, we, were, we had been looking forward to going, coming home. And I was like, we ain't going. And then we was like, what? I said, something ain't right. We not getting on that highway. I don't know what to this day. But it was something that just came over me that I just didn't have peace about us taking that highway that weekend. I never heard if it was a crash or what. You know, I, I don't know if the car or what, but he would not let me go. He he just told me, no, we wasn't going. And I, I thank God for his obedience. We have times when we tell our children, don't go there. No, and things happen. They like, oh, mama, I'm so glad you told me I didn't go. You know, there's times that God used that unrest that when we don't have peace about some taking a job or, you know, getting in the car with somebody or going into a place. Those are those warning signs. I'm not, you know, there's times when God disrupt our peace 
because things something is about to happen. You know, he's like, no, don't go in there. No, make a left instead of a right. No, go back home and check and see. You you know, you see what I'm saying? I know many of you have experienced because if I've experienced it, you've experienced it. You know, and you know, it's just a great gift. You know, and so here it is when Jesus uh, was at the Last Supper and he said his soul was just really like something right. That was his peace warning. He said, "Mm, what are y'all about to betray me? Mm, That was his peace. Even the Prince of Peace spirit got disrupted sometimes. And and that's that's the warning. But then look at him when he gets to the Garden of Gethsemane. That same disruption. You're about to go to the cross. You're about to carry a burden you've never carried. You're about to be without the Holy Spirit. You're about to be not in the presence of God. I don't pay Jesus has always been with his father, the spirit. They've always been one in forever, eternity. And then all of a sudden, oh, Lord, I don't want this. You know, I, 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 this, this is taking away my peace. It's, it's not sick. But Lord, God, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. In each time, because his his spirit was being tossed and turned, and he was just he, he, but he went on. He prayed, he got up, and he faced that cross. And 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 that's the way we have to start doing. You know, when God warns us, we have to pray, we have to get up. We have to trust God. And 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 and, and the thing is, I, I like even the part, you know, when Jesus died and he was crucified, did we not see the anguish of all the disciples? And you know, I'm going back fishing. I'm scared. I'm just staying in the upper room. Oh, yeah. oh God, what are we gonna do? You know, the best thing that ever happened to us, die. Boy, I and so here's Jesus. He walk in his room and be like, "Peace be still." You got it back. <laughs> Do you see it? Without him, there is no peace. And all he got to do is just walk into your heart. And he said, "Peace be still." Did y'all catch that? And baby, look at this. He said, "I'm gonna go away again, but I'm gonna leave y'all." A gift, a helper. Ooh-wee. And, and look what happened. These men changed the world forever. We have the good news, the gospel in a book because they had peace, which led to them being able to spread the gospel, which led to them being crucified upside down, beaten and called everything but a child of God. So do you understand that when you got peace, it's, it, it's a gift? Because you know what? When we in situations that we just have to do it afraid, that peace, I'm just going to step out on faith. I'm going to trust God. 
And we have to, death is going to come. Whether it's coming to me today or my husband, my daughter, you know, illness is going to come. COVID has proven that. None of us are exempt from, from being, I don't care how healthy we are. We saw healthy people die with COVID. Uh, what else? People lose jobs. Kids act up. I, I, things happen. These trials, these tribulations, life is going to happen. But when you have that deep down peace, it's a breath of fresh air. When you can say, and every day you have to fight for your peace. And like I said, we should be so full of peace that when these things come, it doesn't take us out. It doesn't make us lose our mind. It doesn't make us, you know, go into this battle. I just can't. But you can. I'm living proof, y'all. You can. I, I ran in a burning fire to save my daughter. I had peace about that. Everybody don't, but I did. I knew I was going to get her out. I had peace. And and and, and that's been the, the theme of my life with God. I trust him like, I don't know. I got that extra faith they say you got. You know, I don't know. And I get to use that. I get to share it to, to help others and remind others, you know, no matter what we go through, it's not going to be, we're not going to be here forever. But I want to use what God has allowed me to go through to, to help somebody else. Because I know it wasn't just for me. Because yes, my faith has gotten stronger. You know, I, I've gotten bolder. But in the end, I wanted to, to touch somebody else. I wanted to make a difference in somebody else's life. That if God took me through it, brought me through it, and kept me doing that, that he will do it for all of us. All of us. Because he said he will keep us in perfect peace. But we have to keep our mind stayed on him. We have to get up and spend some time with him. We have to get up and get in his word because that, that's how we keep our mind on him. You know, we we have to, you know, keep our mind on Jesus and not all that other stuff because, you know, all that other stuff robs us. You know, it's just like somebody breaking in your house and taking all your belongings. You're going to let somebody continue or something continue to rob you? Baby! I mean, and I'm going to tell y'all, my nephew, he tried to steal my piece. I'm letting him go hang out where he started back smoking and, and, and marijuana. So guess what? I like very kind of text him. I couldn't even talk to him because I had a little bit of anger. And I <laughs> I said, I'm taking you to your, my sister's house. I'm done because it, it, it was trying to mess with my piece. My aunt. She here she come a couple of weeks later. She don't want to stay in my house anymore because I'm telling her how to use her money. No, you're not gonna keep sending money to Detroit and Alabama when you you know if you got that much money, I'm gonna charge you. It ain't that I need it, but it's not being mindful that you stay here for free. And so we had a come to Jesus moment, and it's been it's been good. So I'm telling you. You, if something is, I, I love my nephew. I love my aunt. I invited both of them to stay with me. But I have to have my peace. 
And I, hey, and, and I told her, you don't have to stay here. I went and found a living sister place. Had it. They said they had a bed for her. I was going to take her that five-minute ride because my peace is just that important, y'all. <laughs> so I thank God for you, you, and you. You know, I love people. I, I love sharing Jesus. And I just I just know how important peace is to me. It, it, as Christians and believers, it should be so important to all of us because it is really a, a gift that it should be embraced and sought out there every day. So I pray that something I've said or done will help you to be restored to that 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 perfect peace who but Jesus left us. Um, y'all just uh, Barbara Walker. Lord, I'm sorry, Barbara. <laughs> she was my other win winner. She's at Fort Mitchell, Alabama. And uh, but you know, I'm doing this every Thursday of the month, touched by Mercy Living on Grace Podcast. Y'all pray for me. School is rough right now, but I'm so ready to finish school. But pray for me. Continue to pray for my our sister in Christ because it's not, I mean, we belong to Jesus. So my sister in Christ, her uh, son, Jalen, one of the twins, she lost one of her sons, the other twin, a couple of months ago, had a transplant, a kidney transplant. So please, sir and ma'am, if pray your heart, pray her, pray her and pray for Jalen. I, I thank you all for entrusting me to, to give you this word. You know, you can look at the video on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Google, App, iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and YouTube. Continue to share, tell a friend, tell somebody. Uh, I'm going to remember next month because it's my birthday next month, y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, on November, Tuesday, November the 1st, we will give out those gift cards and keep praying for that husband of mine. He may have to have surgery, but we're going we gonna to leave that up to God. <laughs> and remember my sisters and my brothers, it takes grace to make it. I love y'all and we will see y'all next month. Bye. <laughs>